Hello and welcome to episode 44, season 3, episode 15 of Two Mr P's in a podcast with me Mr P And the other Mr P Welcome back guys for another episode in what seems to be Adam's Odian name of Adam Armageddon it's a, it's a crazy time, I don't know. It's bleak, crazy times going on. Um, and Not really good for a podcast, because <laughs> I don't really know what to say. <laughs> yeah. um, but we thought we'd bring an episode, as we know that a lot of people will have a lot of time on their hen- hands if they are self-isolating, um, or schools are closed, or whatever it might be. As At the pr- minute, at the, at the minute, schools in England are not closed, right? So we are still open. And I know most schools depleted staff attendance, um, sort of like fifty percent. I think I've seen in quite a few schools, but we are cracking on. Um, so we thought we'd do an episode to hopefully bring a smile in as many people's faces as as possible. And it just seems a world away since the last episode where we were just sort of happily joking yeah. about this corona, high fiving, yeah. sort of you know. Rubbing our hands on each other's faces. <laughs> about uh, this silly little corona disease yeah. and laughing and joking about yeah. how silly Americans how, are. How, how much of a legend does that spam guy feel now? <laughs> He's sat there with spam buddies and no one else can get him looking. Do you know what's funny? I went into B&M. Uh, was it B&M or Home Bargains? One of the two legendary stores. Yeah. And, I, uh, and after we recorded that app, I went in there and I thought, oh, this will be funny. I'll take a picture of the spam. Yeah. And just be like, ooh, I wonder how many I should get, you know, yeah. classic group material. All gone. Really? Yeah, all the spam was gone? All the spam was gone. I couldn't That's believe it. The joke quickly turned into a nightmare. <laughs> then I saw Dad at the till with loads of spam. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's um, it's a bit of a weird one, really. It's um, Obviously, this is a really, really serious matter, isn't it? It's a serious issue that we're, we're, we're dealing with and of course we don't um well we just hope as many people are following all the guidelines from our fantastic and wonderful prime minister in the time of crisis yeah i mean we're not like you said we're not taking it we're not taking it lightly we're going to take try and take a little bit of a lighter look at it aren't we but you know we've got grandparents and yeah you, your, your missus has got grandparents so is mine and i'm sure everyone who's listened to this has got people in the family with all that kind of stuff so we do hope everyone stays safe and, um, you know, this, this episode is, is purely to try and, like Lee said, give you a laugh or two, make you, you know, keep you entertained, basically, innit? Yeah, and we have said that if the uh, if schools do close, then what we will do is rather than going fortnightly episodes while schools are closed, we'll try and do weekly episodes uh, just to try and help everyone through. Because we just had loads of messages from people sort of, I've caught up with all the podcast episodes, I need more, I need more. So we will try our best to... Um, to share with you so like the other day I just decided to just have a go at recording with my own kids which was an absolute nightmare uh, but I thought you know this might fill half an hour for someone um, and I think most people who've listened to it want to go back into it just want the virus <laughs> yeah. but um, but yeah so it's just a, it's just an interesting time isn't it so um, and it's just all it's just weird being in England because the whole world seems to be doing the exact same thing and then in England was was sort of not um, and every day we're just waiting 
because um, every teacher's gone through the stages, haven't they? We've gone through the stages of the corona, corona, because I think most people are at a similar stage the last time we recorded an episode two weeks before, which was all sort of like denial, sort of this isn't yeah, really going to affect us. It won't be that big. Yeah. Uh, you know, it won't even get to England, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, then, and then the sort of panic is setting. It, yeah, it kind of came, kind of came from nowhere. It was like, like you said, it was like one day it was just kind of, like, but then you know it was kind of like, oh, well, it's getting potentially a bit serious. This and then yeah. suddenly, you know, it was like, well, you just heard about the stories, and then suddenly uh, you were having press conferences, and then it was, it was they were talking about. Once you start throwing numbers at me, that's when I start getting panicked. What, because you, know, you can't understand them? <laughs> I'm just like, I can't count that high. But, you know, when they're talking about X amount of people will get it, or I saw something yesterday about, like, if they keep the death rate under a certain amount, it will be a success. I, I was sat there just like, what? Like, how is this happening? Yeah, but it's England, isn't it? So we're like... Um we're just a, a complete different entity to the rest of the world. So you can't do what you've done in other countries in England because it just won't work. The thing is as well is, you know, I was saying to you when I said this to you yesterday, um, I watched Sky News yesterday for the longest amount of time I've ever watched it, yeah. bar uh, the inauguration of Barack Obama, <laughs> right? Because I remember staying... I don't know why, why, why that particular event... I don't know. Well, I'll always love Barack Obama. All right, okay. uh, you know, I got, I got, I got bought his book for Christmas. Great cover. <laughs> uh, never read it, man, but it looked like a great book. But he, he, I, I always liked Barack Obama, and I loved the thing is with Barack Obama, and I think this is what highlights with a situation like this, where it's a worldwide pandemic. A word I've only used <laughs> in the last week or so is, you know, you, you flick on the news, and I feel like you need. You need a hero, don't you? You yeah. need a Bruce Willis. You need, yeah. You need, you need a, Will a Tom Cruise. Mm. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. He'd be running. He'd just be running <laughs> away from the virus. No, but you know no, what you I mean? Need like, a Bruce Willis, I'll give you. Even a, a Sly Stallone. A oh, Denzel. A Denzel would be good, yeah. yeah. But even a Sly Stallone, he's like, <laughs> COVID-19. COVID-19. Denzel. But then, you know. I'll put a virus on all yeah, you, mother. Even the governor. You know, yeah, but did you not see that video he came out with and he was going, he's like having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> old but, but this is what I mean. It highlights it that you've got, you've got when you turn the news on instead of having that hero. Yeah. Even Barack Obama was just so cool, yeah, but so was. calm, personified. Collected. His words resonated, didn't they? Yeah. And then you've got, we will not. <laughs> Be afraid of the virus. And then you just sat there going, look at the state of him. See when he came out in that cap, Donald Trump. I didn't see it, no. Honestly, he was just kind of like, honestly, we'll get the money, we'll pay people a thousand pounds, it's nothing to worry about. And I was literally sat there just thinking, this guy <laughs> oh, is not... Oh, And then, but then it fl- once the American one's off, it goes to the English one. <laughs> and it looks like, it always looks like he's just woken up. <laughs> So it's kind of like, what, what is, what is, is he doing? What is he doing? And I was, you know, I was watching the press conference and I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but whenever, when anyone asks him a question, his, what he does. <laughs> so he stood there, he goes, uh, yes, uh, uh, Susan from the Daily Mail. And then she'll go, uh, 
Uh, yes, Susan Susan uh, from the, the Daily Mail. Um, Boris, I don't, I don't really uh, understand why he said the last thing he said and whatever. And he, he looks directly down at his pad with his pen. <laughs> it looks like classic rude doodling. Yeah, you know, just like drawing a big phallus. Yeah, he's, he's drawing a male member just yeah. on his sheet and probably yeah. writing her name on it, <laughs> right? And then once the question's over, he looks up, kind of shocked, and just goes, oh, uh, th- thank you very much for the uh, for the question. I will pass it on to the scientific lead. Uh, but thank you for your question. And I'm just <laughs> yeah. sat there thinking... Because we're going to beat this uh, with science. There, yeah. We will do whatever it takes. And I was just like, <laughs> you won't do jack. He's just trying to coin the phrase... It, what, you can just see in his head he's like I'm going to coin a phrase here that's going to stick with us, stick with us and then it'll be put up on posters in years to come a picture of that potato with whatever it takes uh, you know like the churchy one we will fight them on the beach yeah what, what was Barack's no the Barack Obama one was well famous wasn't it ah uh, I can't remember um, one sec but you know like the um, keep calm and carry on that's a big one isn't yeah. it yeah it one was, thing, one thing that winds me oh, up. Oh yes, is, we can. Oh yes, we can. Yes, we can, and I love that. Even yeah. if you know what, imagine you got Barack Obama coming out, cool as you like. The question on everyone's mind is, can we beat coronavirus? <laughs> yes, we can. I'd be like, God, we're going to beat this. Um, just to just to <laughs> let everyone in Great Britain, and it's called Great Britain for a reason because it is brilliant. I mean, great. <laughs> um, Yes, we can. Uh, we can what, Boris? No, we, we just can. We can. We can, and we're going to end it there. He, that's what he does, though, isn't it? I just believe in the science. That's, yeah, that's what he does, though, isn't it? He goes like, I think... You know, someone will ask him a tough question. Someone will go... Um, I, like, someone asked him yesterday about, like, you know, what about people who are working in schools and da-da-da, and he just went, oh, that's a good question. I think we'll end there. Uh, we are following the science daily. I was just like, my God, man. I mean, I have to say, and, I, and I'm not being, I'm not being thingy here. You know, I'm not being harsh here, but, you know, I, I wonder if there's a bit of him thinking, God, I wish I'd have lost. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. what, a, what a grim time to be, well, to be yeah. in power. I mean, we were, we were, Corbyn's probably sat there, cigar. He's sat there, yeah. <laughs> he's sat there thinking, ooh, yeah. Because the thing is, it's, it's a lose-lose for Boris. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't like the guy, and I didn't vote for him. But at the end of the day, he, 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 he's in a he's in a he's in a tough spot, and and I don't feel like, you know, <laughs> it's one of them things like you were talking about. Everyone needs to come together now. I'm, not, I'm never going to turn around and say I like Boris Johnson, but I'm I'm hoping that he, he he does all right because obviously we need him to do all right. But it's like I was watching an old goggle box yesterday, and Theresa May was on it. Oh god! And and I just thought, God, I bet she's thinking. Oh, thank God, I am not in this job because it must be. She's been self isolating since the moment she left, <laughs> yeah. way before the virus. Yeah, I mean, I've been talking to quite a few people about the whole situation, especially the fact that schools schools are still open. And I know a lot of teachers, um, and we've just got to say, huge, huge shout out to um, to just everyone working in schools. Head teachers, I know you're taking the flack at the minute because I've already seen how many parents are blaming you. You know, ultimately, if, if staff are having to self-isolate and there's not enough adults in the school, some schools have had to close, but then parents giving them a load of jip about it and they're taking the brunt of it, which is just, it's just not right. Um, obviously, the staff on the front line having to put themselves into close um 
proximity with the kids. And I mean, I don't know about you, but my hands um, with my eczema as well. Oh yeah. Oh, it's absolutely dreadful. But you know, uh, just being the, being there for the kids, sort of trying to keep them calm because it must just be such a confusing and worrying time for the children. Um, and obviously, still oh, the cleaning staff and the support staff and the oh, it's just, you know. Uh, Kitchen staff, they're just all absolute heroes. Yeah, absolute I'd like, heroes. I'd like to second that. Um, Amazing job. So you've got to ask the question, so why are we still open? So, and again, I don't want to come across like I'm just proper bashing the government here, but... I'll, I'll take that, you, <laughs> if you don't mind. But you've got to look at the big picture here. Like, we cannot do what Spain and Italy have done because of the way our society is set up um, in that, the impact closing schools will have on the number of vulnerable children in our country could potentially do more harm than what the virus is doing. So I think the most recent statistics at the minute is that 4 million kids are living in absolute poverty. Now, we know in our school, and I'm sure it's the same in your school, you get kids who come in and they have the breakfast in school, they have the lunch in school. Basically, they have most, if not all, the food that day provided to by school. You take that away then you've got that uncertainty and those children being at home now, not knowing where the next food's... Food, you know, how many families are relying on food banks and a food bank's getting the supply they should be getting when idiots are stockpiling on bloody pasta and, and, and toilet roll. That's the one I can't get. I'll tell you what, the, 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 the just the idiots, right? So my wife was telling me about um, one of her friend's sisters, lives on her own, Single, young, fit, healthy. She went to the shop the other day and fit. Bought... <laughs> she went to the day the other day. Went to the shop the other day and bought ninety packs of pasta. Ninety. That's ridiculous. I don't know how she's got. Anyway, so I can understand people's worry and 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 that sort of thing. And you know, when the government are coming out and basically telling everyone else to work from home and self isolate and don't go in mass gatherings and all that sort of stuff. Yet schools are staying open. Um, I can. I'm not. I'm not justifying that it's right, but I'm looking at the bigger picture and saying, well, actually, the closer we can finish towards Easter, the better it's going to be for millions of families in the UK where they're not having to worry about where the next meal comes from. I think that. Um, I think that they are obviously gearing up to close schools. There I think there was yeah. something mentioned yesterday, and and, and I think uh, it's. I think boy, it's an our boy Boris. Um, <laughs> the potato. He he actually came out with something, didn't he? About you know about the fact that they're looking at schools and they're looking at and and they've got that plan in place. But he, and he touched upon free school meals. So I think that the whole point is that they're trying to get something in place, whether it be, I don't know, like rations or or vouchers or something yeah. in place that that they can then they can then ship out. And then obviously, I think they will sh- uh, shut schools, but. It's um... no, it's well, it's yeah. There's that. I mean, obviously, the key workers in the NHS and and that sort of thing. And I think a lot of schools will remain open for those children if their parents work for the NHS. But it's not going to be that many. It's not going to be. I, I think the bigger issue <coughs> is with the with the children who won't, you know, who rely. And I think this is if one th- positive as a school or as educators, one positive to come out of this whole crisis is hopefully as a society we will 
I mean, definitely value our NHS a lot more. And by the, by the, by the time we're back to normal, those guys need a massive pay rise. But also schools, schools aren't just there to educate. They're there to care. They provide so much more than just education. And I think in the crisis we're finding ourselves, we're realising that actually funding education properly is an absolute necessity because of the the service we provide now where we're not just educators we're you know second parents we're social workers with it and it shouldn't be that way but we are so if that's the case and this is the responsibility we have to take on we need you know fun, adequate funding to make sure we're doing it right um and and the other thing is as well is you know the way our society is and and the sort of capitalist approach to it you know if schools do close a lot of people will still have to carry on working which means that children will have to stay with grandparents who are more vulnerable so that's that's an issue as well i know the guy came out yesterday and he was like look we'll plow all this money into businesses and businesses can get loans why loans because if you if you get a loan like for my business i mean i might be okay for the next month or so but if this is a sustained thing then uh, I could be struggling, and my only option is to get a loan from the government. Well, a loan means you've got to pay it back. What if I'm not in a position to pay it back? Or there'll be a lot of companies that aren't. The, I might be wrong on this, but this is what Dad told me. The French guy, the French um, Prime Minister, has just basically said, no business will go out of business because of this. We will do whatever we need to support you. We will give you the money. Yet the government are sort of saying that along the lines of, yeah, I'll give you the money, but you're then going to pay it back. So it's, you know, some businesses might be like, well, there's no point. I don't want to take on more debt. I might just cease to... It's just a very scary... I mean, for me now, as of today, as of the announcement that mass gatherings can't happen and only essential uh, leaving the house for everyone apart from school, I've not got any work now. So my business can't carry on. You should go back to trying to learn to play the guitar. (laughs) Because you went a year, you went a year learning, and it could only go bang, 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 So yeah, so it's a bit of a scary time for me personally. I mean, I've still got the website, and I'm going to be doing as much work for that as possible. You're just going to be plowing the vids out there and keeping people going. That's well, to be fair, about. what's it's one thing's been good is I, I, <laughs> I've been getting some sweet, sweet views on some of my That's vids. That's what I mean. Every so. Card. Um, I did a video the other day which was uh, alternative songs for washing your hands. Yeah. And I spat some straight Romeo Dunn. Yeah, you did. Um, so that went down well. Then I did that video which was, um, you know, the stages of panic through corona for teachers. That's just surpassed a million views. Has it? Yeah, yeah. So. I'm half of one of the million views. What do you mean? As in, like, I'm only half of one. <laughs> I only watched I only watched about 30 seconds and I was like god I can't stand him <laughs> no but I'm just trying to you know nah, trying listen, to see light I, in I, the... I, I agree with everything you're saying and it's a distraction it's, it is a scary time but I think you know for anyone who's listening to this they need some cheering up so let's they need some up. cheering up right okay so if we are going to be doing uh, a few extra episodes with the closures due to Corona Corona, um, we thought we'd might, we might as well make a little bit of a jingle. And yeah. we had plenty of, plenty of options, didn't we? Because there's quite a few Corona-themed songs going there is, around. There is. There's... Um... Corona. I like the... Uh, 
COVID-19, well, I COVID-19 at this moment. But you're dirty. <laughs> and I'm isolated. COVID-19. Um, but yeah, Adam's put this one to the test. And obviously, if you remember the last episode where... It wasn't the last one, was it? Or was it one before? Ago, yeah. Where you were saying about your colleague. Oh, Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about... Um, because obviously we're now introducing a new jingle. No, no, we've, we've upped the tech skills on the jingle. What oh, I'm yeah. trying to explain here is that uh, we're trying, <laughs> as Adam's colleague, um, I don't Sue. know if it was rightly pointed out, that she laughs a lot at the jingles because we think they're good and they're actually not. So what we thought we'd do is basically... I'm not spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we thought we'd do is, is uh, yeah, up the tech skills, bring in a bit of technology to try and hit those notes, hit the right vibes. It's like the other Mr. P, I am. Yeah, but it? first, as this is the first time we're playing the new jingle, we need the jingle for the new jingle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Hey, too, Mr. P's. Are you all ready for some new jingles? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that, I have to say, listening to that back, is absolutely dreadful. <laughs> Sue was yes. right. <laughs> you were right, Sue. <laughs> Why? Anyway, here's our new Corona uh, jingle that we will play before we then talk about everything that's going on because of it. With the spread of Corona all around, I'm toxic, hands washing under, waiting for Boris updates, isolating from you, cause you know that I'm toxic. Sing happy birthday two times, cause you know that I'm toxic. Quarantine. Right, there we go, there's our new jingle for uh, Corona. Um... Well, I have, I, have to, I have to admit, that's a cracking jingle. And, um, you know, the fact that I sound a little bit like T-Pain. <laughs> IT. Yeah, great IT work um, from the guy who used to... <laughs> the unemployed. Yeah, I was going to say, the guy who used to own ICT Mr. P. Yeah, artist formerly known as ICT Mr. P. You'll see how once all the corona things died down, it'll be ICT Mr. C, some, <laughs> some random Mr. Cooper. You just slap with a beard at home. Um, Wilson! I have to give uh, give my wife credit for that one. Uh, she she randomly was just like, I think I've got a really good idea for a jingle. And I thought it was going to be like, because we've had that before, haven't we? Do you remember, do you remember, do you remember when Commando Joe sent me that jingle? It was one of them early apps and it was just like, it was so weird. It was just like, tuna, tuna, giraffes. It was just like, mate, what is that for? Um, do you see him anymore, Commando Joe? Do you know what? I, I have to admit, I've not seen him in a while. I don't think I've seen he him He provided since, like, some good stories, didn't he? But uh, yeah, so fair play, Kim, Kim, uh, Kim wrote that with a little bit of, little bit of, um, you know, spice from me towards the end. But it yeah, was, uh, but yeah, it's we we played that jingle because we're going to talk about Corona and we've already talked. Yeah, we don't really, really need to talk about it, do we? Like, but yeah, next much. episode. But some of the we what we should talk about now is, you know, even though people have been stocking up on loo roll and spam and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, there is some nice stuff around. You know, there are people doing nice things, and yeah. you hear about nice stories. But also, you know, 
to make light of a of a horrible situation, and it is a horrible. Like we touched up on before, it is a horrible situation. We we just want everyone to be okay and things like that. But you know, just for pure um, kind of just just normality, you have to try and kind of find the funny, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. yeah and yeah. some of the memes going round uh. are very funny. Have you seen the one where the guy's rubbing his hands and licking his lips? And it says, like, Jehovah's Witnesses knowing that everyone's going to be at home. <laughs> 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 I have to admit, that, that, that did uh, make me laugh. Yeah. I'll tell you what's funny as well. Did you see that one where... Um, <laughs> did you see that story where that woman who'd stopped upon Lou Roll... And oh, and then the kids had put it in the bath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, oh, that some, is dead. I mean, yeah, there's some really funny, funny things going around. Um, yeah. I mean, it is just everyone keeps saying, follow the guidelines, do what you've got to do so we can beat it. But, you know, if we can laugh. I'll tell you one thing that, and this, this might be uh, my rant of the episode. Tell me not to rent. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rent, I say no. No, 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 no. Okay, so my run uh, this week, and it's not a big one, it's just something that winds me up a little bit with the whole corona thing, is I'm just, uh, it really annoys me when people compare it to the Second World War. And they're like, we managed to do it in the Second World War. We're able to lock down. We're able to isolate. Da da da. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a completely, completely different time. Mm. Like you just can't compare it, yeah. can you? You just can't. It's it's a ridiculous argument. But it just all the time we were able to do it in the war. And it's like, no. It, someone even said, suggested that we evacuate kids to the countryside. I'm like, what are you going on about? Well, it's thinking it. I mean, you know. It would clearly be easier to isolate nowadays than back in the day. You know, you got Netflix and chill now. What what did you have then? Like sewing and yeah, yeah, I'm not, wood. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not comparing the two. I'm not saying you know one was worse than the other. Obviously, it was probably worse in Second World War with the facilities and everything that we've got now. But it doesn't mean that we should appreciate what you know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because people now only know what they know. I think, do you know what I think it is as well? It's just, you know, apart from apart from a small minority of, of obviously elderly people who lived through that time, or you know, were kids through that time. This is this this it's 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 there's never been anything like this. I well, mean, the- I mean, never been anything close. I have never kind of had anything that's just occupied my head like this. Apart yeah. from like, you know, Colonel. But like when KFC closed for when a week. K- when, oh, when they ran out of chicken. When they ran out that, of chicken. That was probably. Well, this is what I kept saying on my training. It's like the UK are a different animal because of, and I always go to that example. There was a week where KFC didn't have any chicken and the country nearly shut down. The police got so many phone calls about it. So what's going on now? I can only imagine. I, and it's, and it's, seen in, it's seen in people's actions. Like the whole... Uh, stockpiling the bog I can't get my head around it especially when it doesn't even affect you, you and uh, you know Cashel 
Because Shell and Andrex must be absolutely licking mm. their lips because their profit's going to go through yeah, the roof. It's, it's, and it's and it's got nothing to do. Like you don't, yeah, why, you don't you take, the, why are you going to the toilet more often? You don't get the Brad Pitts with Corona. No, you're just coughing, aren't you? Well, uh, most oh, other things, yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, you're right. But, but it's, it's not coming out of that end. It's like thinking it, it you know, it, at that weekend just gone, right? I uh, I stayed in, didn't do anything at all. And um, I got my, I, my little girl was like a bit bored and she was like, can we watch something? I said, yeah, what do you want to watch? And she's been watching just like the same stuff over and over like yeah. that. So I thought, well, let's get, you know, she's loving like musicals and stuff. So I was just like, well, let's show you one of, of Daddy's old classics. So I banged High School Musical on for her, right? And I'm not going to lie to you, you know this. Yeah. I loved High School Musical. Loved. One, two, and three. Yeah, he had bed uh, sheets at 18 years yeah, old. The, the, the bed sheets were a joke. I mean, were that's going to make me sound completely <laughs> ridiculous. But you had a bed, calendar as well? The bed sheets were a joke. The calendar was no joke. <laughs> that space for all my plans. <laughs> all my Iceland shifts. <laughs> Working um, at ten two on Tuesday, tough week. <laughs> what Troy McClure? Yeah. No, not Troy McClure. Yeah, Troy Bolton. Oh, Troy. Who's Troy McClure? Troy McClure. Troy McClure. Oh, he's out of something. Never heard of that. Oh, I'm googling that. Carry on. Um, yeah. So there was a song. There was a song in High School Musical that that um, when I was what, who is Troy McClure? Troy McClure is a fictional character in the American animated sitcom The Simpsons. Oh, is he, is, he, is he that the actor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Troy McClure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, the, you know that song? We're all in this together Once we know who we are You know that tune? You kind of let me just sing solo here. Yeah, I know that one. I'm not singing it. I'm not asking you to sing it. But actually, if you read the lyrics, okay... If you actually lead, lead. If you actually read the lyrics, Go on. then listen. Together, 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 everyone. Together, together. Come on, let's have some fun, right? Yeah. And then it says, "We're all in this together. Once we know that we are, we're all stars, and we see that we're all in this together, and it shows." When we stand hand in hand, ooh, <laughs> ooh, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't anticipate that lyric. Make our dreams come true, right. right? What I'm saying is, when I was watching that with Isla at the weekend, and then you read all the stuff, and you know, I hate all the neggy, I hate all the neggy stuff. I, I like hearing about people donating, about people, um, you know, there was, Helping out. there was one about a takeaway who's offering free free meals to families who are struggling and yeah. all the things out, people who are alone, who are self-assling. You know, it's... it's There are some good ones about. I think, you know, people just... At, at this time or never, like what I touched on before, you might absolutely hate Boris Johnson. But at the end of the day, he's just... He's just a... You know, he's just going to be trying to get through this like the rest of us, isn't he, basically? No comment. Are you seriously not even going to be like, oh, yeah... I get what... You know, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I don't like the guy. But you can't... You know, everyone's got to be in it together. No, I think... I think you know, he, 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 I just don't know. I just don't know. Like, what he did the other day with the, the pubs and, and, and bars and stuff where he said, no one go out, don't go to bars, don't go to restaurants. But then he said, 
the businesses have to stay open. Now, if he really, really cares, he should have said, we want all the um, entertainment, uh, hospitality uh, uh, industry to completely shut down, to stop anyone going out, and we will compensate you. No, I understand that. But this, listen, this is, it's just flaky. I'm not it's too a, flaky with I'm things. Not a, I'm not a politician or into my politics. Like I say, I rarely watch the news. And the thing is, Sky Sports News, which is my favourite news channel, Oh, it's yeah. got nothing to it's offer. It's offering nothing. It is offering nothing. They it's, should it, shut that down. Yeah. In, um, isn't This is where the 24-hour sports, they must be clutching at straws. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw... What did he... They must be going through the same thing that teachers go through in the last week before summer. You know, where it's like, oh, just yeah. got to get to the yeah, end. It's, it's and the children aren't bothered. On. There's nothing to really teach because you're like, they're going to yeah. forget it in six you'll, weeks. You'll flick Sky Sports News and they'll be playing bingo. <laughs> it's like, oh, sweet. Legs yeah. 11. They'll be playing heads down, thumbs up. <laughs> the, um, no, but like I say, I'm not a pod- And I understand everyone moaning. But what I'm saying is, I think the situation that he is in, oh, I, don't, I don't care who you've got there, whether it's Corbyn or, you know, whoever... I just don't see anyone being able to to handle it. I, no, and I, I get that. What, what I'm saying is, he's damned if he does. He does. He's damned if he does. That's doesn't. what I mean. I feel mm. it, I, it's the only time of my life you've got a bit I of empathy, a slight bit him. of empathy for him. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But then, um, I, I say that, you know, just why is he, why is his hair like that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, you saw the press conference yesterday. Yeah, he had the worst bed hair I've ever seen. Yeah, like he'd honestly just woke like they'd gone Boris. Boris, it's time for the press conference. Oh, I was just resting my eyes. Uh, and he came out, the science, the, the goddamn British science. And it's just kind of like, <laughs> But yeah. Um, Talking about a positive, this was a, a tweet I got sent the, uh, yesterday, I think it was. A lovely gesture from one of our local schools in Hampton Vale. The children have thought about our residents at this tough time and wanted to... What it does to know that they are thinking of them all. Their, the response was beautiful, eyes lit up. So that was an old people's um, care home. And the school have written little letters to all the people who, again, um, probably having to self-isolate, not being able to see family and that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, that's a nice little thought. So that might be something you do as a school, little task you set. Um, and, and there have been some fantastic things. Uh, and, and majority of... The work I had planned to do have been very accommodating, apart from... Ooh. Ooh. So, this week, I was just hoping that we were able to gonna get, get, for me personally, talking personally now from my business, and I know uh, it's not uh, the be-all and end-all, but, you know, anyway, trying to just get to the end of this week, because this week I had um, four conferences booked that I had booked myself... So I'd booked the venues, advertised it, all that sort of stuff. So that that tends to happen or other companies will book me in or schools will book me in. So these were just uh, independent conferences that I've um, booked myself. So I was in Basingstoke on Monday with Dr. Chips um, and that was fine. There was no sort of worry or anything with that. And then when I got to Maidstone, which is like southeast-ish of London... Um, that's when Boris came out and went like no social gatherings no yeah, yeah. You, you know so then all these emails is the course going ahead is the course going ahead and I was already in Maidstone and I was thinking well to be fair schools are still open so if teachers are going to be in school anyway it's it probably, be, they, yeah, probably yeah. they probably prefer to be on my 
course, to be fair. So, but then it was just, it's just the most weird atmosphere. No, don't get me wrong. They were absolutely great, but it was, it was me. I, I don't think I was at my best because there's just so many things going through my head and it is sort of quite scary. So, um, I think it was down to me, but a bit of a weird sort of atmosphere and no one yeah, knows what they're doing and everyone's just knackered because they're having to do so much at the minute. Um, and 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 not everyone came, and but we got everyone who did come. They were they were absolutely fantastic, and the feedback's been been really lovely. But I was just panicking because basically halfway through that morning, Claire had then contacted the venue in London, the jury's in in, in London, and basically said, "Look, um, we're going to have to postpone. Uh, all the teachers aren't allowed to come because we all the teachers are saying my school's saying I can't go, but." Um, and with we, you know, London's. I don't want Leeds to be in that position. Anyway, they just came back and went. You can't, can't postpone it. And we're like, what do you mean? No, you paid. Uh, you're paying for it. We've ordered the food. We've got the staff working. You can't postpone it. Please tell me that they ended that really blunt email with the jury's out. <laughs> well, did they? No, that's a shame. So they we're like, hang on a second. As of as of yesterday. I'm not going to be able to do any money. There's no money coming in, so I'm already going to be at a huge loss. For this hotel, this big chain hotel, to then not accommodate and be able to just postpone it in this time, knowing that, because Claire was basically on the brink of tears to this woman explaining that we're a small business. The business is a one-man show. It, uh, you know, is the only income we have for our whole family and for them to turn around and go, no. So then I said to her, I said, right, well, you, f- you, you email them and say that we want proof that the food we've paid for is going to be given to a homeless shelter yeah, or um, a food bank. I want proof that that's happening. Nothing, nothing. Just this cancellation policy that basically said, uh, unless jury's in a closed, no refunds. So I did what I had to do, guys. I just uh, jumped on Twitter, jumped on Facebook, jumped on Instagram, explained the situation, and it was within half an hour that they messaged because uh, everyone <laughs> just was re- retweeting it quoting it and it's just at a time where we need to look out for each other and help each other they just put two fingers up at my my business and and it's not like the i mean they're gonna obviously they could just have made turned it into a positive mm. and they and they didn't and it's backfired because i just didn't think they expected without blowing my own trumpet for it to then go that that wide yeah, with yeah. my following, so you which is found... great for me personally. But then I thought, what what would what would have happened if this ha- happened to someone who didn't have that following? You know what I mean? So yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. someone booked a course. Uh, let's say, for example, just off the top of me, like John, who I do the redraft perform stuff. He's brilliant at what he does. Amazing with his uh, his reading uh, training. John Murray CPD.co.uk. And um, but he doesn't have the the following on Twitter. He's not really uh, as as up, up to date with it all. So if he would have done it, and then they would have cancelled, and he put the tweet out, and it didn't get the same reach, would they have still checked? Because basically they've took, come back to us and said they'll sort it. Yeah. So I will, you know. But now I don't know what to do. Should because they basically said we'll let you postpone it, we'll let you do another date. But now I'm like, well, I don't really want to do it at your place. Yeah. So well, I don't know what to do there. It's a tough one. So you found the jury guilty, eh? Yeah, I found the jury. Yeah, I just, it was just, it just. This is a thing. It backfired a bit. I think obviously it is what it is. Everyone's panicking. Everyone's worrying. But we can't forget because it's funny, isn't it? Like two months ago, oh, not the, the episode before the last one. The LO was if you could choose to be anything, choose to be kind. Yeah, yeah. And then you're getting a lot of people who are very 
you know, narrow-minded, yeah, looking just, after your own and that sort of thing. thing. It, it, it's just, yeah. yeah. It, like, I'm just glad that's sorted. I thought it was a nice touch from you and Claire to, to donate the food, even though you're going to lose out on some serious Robert De Niro. Well, it was one of them. We just we, we, we thought we were in a knowing situation, so try and find the positives. If they've bought the food like they've said, then we want to make sure that food what goes food to a good use. I don't know. They normally do do a decent lunch, to be fair, so... Continue. I don't know. I don't Details. Know. Details. I don't know. It depends on. It depends. Like the one we had on Monday was decent. That so there was like curry, rice, uh, sandwiches. Uh, bit what, of what's fish. filling on the sandwiches? Ham and cheese. Just ham and cheese. There was halloumi and Ooh. feta. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was good. Ah, and, feta. Anyway, so um, now a uh, bit of bad news for this episode in that um, we have not been able to. Uh, get round to Nana Maureen's to interview her. Uh, we're going to try maybe on the next episode to sort out some remote interview via phone or WhatsApp or Skype, whatever it oh, might we'll be. we'll speak to her nostrils on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously she's having to take it caref- very, very carefully as she falls into that bracket of being uh, vulnerable in that she's uh, the, the grand old age of 86, is it? Seven, I think. 87. Um, but I did phone her the other day and she's, she's so funny. She is. She because she's got the spirits, haven't she? Yeah, because obviously she's having to self-isolate, and we've all said like, look, we won't, we won't come round and visit just in case. Especially me and Adam, who were teach and, and Kim and 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 that, who were teachers, so we're, we're in the company of all the kids, and you know, like the, the worrying thing is you can be carrying it without even knowing it, no, can't you? Yeah. So that's that's the worrying thing. So we've had to sort of distance ourselves. But my nana lives with my my uncle or our uncle, should I say? Yeah, Uncle Terence. And I don't think we've really talked about Uncle Terence on the pod before, Not have really. we? But I think you it's time. That, you told that story, didn't you, about when he uh, came to the car that time? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the best way to describe Uncle Terence is that imagine the man kid as an adult but never grew up. Yeah, I'd yeah. say that's the closest, you know, like... Like if, Peter Scrope, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Bez had a long-lost brother, yeah. it'd be our Uncle Terence. Like. Well, our Uncle Ted, so it'd be Bez and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it, don't get me wrong, he's absolutely hilarious. Um, and and But he is... It, he's, oh, can you, is that, that the biggest hypochondriac? He going, is, he's he? always been a hypochondriac, but to be fair, he's been proven right on this one because he was ahead of the game, wasn't he? He well, was like, he, he was worrying about this a good few weeks ago. Yeah. And we were all a bit like, uh, you know, just chill out. But then obviously he's probably been proved right. But it has backfired but, before, and we'll oh tell God, you about that yeah. in a second. So, so he's the kind of guy who, and don't get me wrong, I, you know, I he's love His family, isn't he? His family, mm. yeah. He, uh, he's like this, and I'm sure most people have someone like this in the fam- family or the friends circle, where you'd go like this, you'd go, he'd come in, and you make the huge mistake, don't you, of going, how's your day been? Uh, you never you asking that. that question. You do that. You will never, and I'm talking, not even when people go, you know, it's like one time out of ten, he'll say it. No, no. Ten times <laughs> out of ten, he'll go, oh, don't ask. You know, don't ask. It's been absolutely dreadful. I've got this thing. I've got, the, I've got something wrong with me. And he'll There's say always so, something wrong with him. If you said, if you said something like, "Oh, I'll tell you, I stubbed my toe last night. I, I think I've definitely um, done some damage to my toe," he'd just be like, "Your toe? Nah, 
I've broke my toe five, <laughs> five teen times. And trust me, I've got a broken toe now, mate. Um, yeah, he is just... Uh, and and the, the other thing with him is he will always pick the... Oppo- he won't agree with you on anything, right? Yeah. On any issue, anything. I remember having an argument with him and, oh, well, every time you end up in an argument with him, don't you? Yeah. But it was like... I'd, we'd end up arguing the exact same point, but we're still arguing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you could just say like, uh, "Oh, the the sun's out today," and he'll be like, "No, it's not." He's yeah. Like, yeah, it is. It's clearly there in the sky. Yeah, but it's not out, is it? Like, it's just that that's. I know that's a rubbish example, but uh, I've had some political discussions with him that just go absolutely nowhere. He's just the world's worst, and and it, it has backfired, even though he's sort of um, helped in this situation. But there was one time because he is a bit like the wolf who no, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, he? yeah. So there's always something wrong with him, and it get, gets to the point where he's sort of like, oh, here we go. So when was it? Was it like towards it Christmas? Not, it was, no, 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 it was. Uh... I can't remember what it was. I think it was. It was now. It was round just before summer, wasn't it? Right. So he um, he like phones up my mum and he's going, uh, Chris, I've got a banging headache, banging headache. But he does it. He did. He used to do this all all the time. The time. Yeah, because he yeah. Um, and my mum's like, as you would be if the person tells you, it's got to take some tablets, go and get yeah, good night's sleep, night, whatever yeah. it might be. And he phones back and he's like, No, it feels like someone's absolutely cracked me over the head with a bat. And everyone's like, "No, I'm sure it'll be fine." Da, da. And then he phones back again, and she's and then she eventually phones the uh, phones an ambulance, and it only turns out he's had a brain. No, she aneurysm. went round, didn't she? She went the second time he rang. She was like, "Right, Terence, we'll come round." Yeah. Kind of expecting just nothing. Yeah. Walked in and like looked at him and thought, "Oh, he's clearly struggling." Then rang the ambulance, and the ambulance came, and then. It turns out he had a brain aneurysm, brain didn't he? Bleed on the yeah. brain. So I mean, it, it, you know, he survived and he's made a full recovery. Although he'll tell you he hasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's one of them, and it, <laughs> we shouldn't really laugh about it because that sort of thing isn't funny. He scored a date that. with a nurse. <laughs> he scored a, a date with a nurse. It was looking after him. He did, didn't he? Uh, it was funny. Do what do they call that? The the there's, a, there's a thing in there, a name for that where. A nurse falls in love with the person they caught. Hang on. I don't know. Oh, I can't. Um, Well, do you know... You um, crack on and I'll try and find it. Yeah, so do you know the film Dodgeball? Right. Yeah. Do you know when, like, that really nerdy guy meets that, like, Russian player from the other team and he goes, oh, my God, what's your name? And she goes, like, I'm... Florence Nightingale effect. Oh, yeah. So he goes... And she goes, I'm Emily Ravidisky and And she has, like, a unibrow and, like, teeth all over the place. That's like what the nurse looked like. I remember I went to visit him and he was proper, he was away with the fairies, obviously, and I was saying, oh, I'm glad you're all right, Uncle Terence. Like, I'm glad you're sorted. And he was like, mate, he was like, this nurse, Daniela, he was like, she's banging. Trust me. She walked in, she walked in, and I was just like, whoa! I was just like, ah! And he was just like, see what I mean? Took your breath away, didn't she? <laughs> Indeed she did, Terence. Indeed she did. <laughs> so, but to be fair, he was the one who made the shout early doors about self-isolating uh, with Nana. The only problem is that means that Nana is just stuck with Terence yeah. all the time. So when I got onto the phone with her the other day and I was like, how's things? She's like, yeah, all right. And I was like, you sure? You sure you're okay? She's like, I think I'm just going to bloody kill him, Lee. I can't stand him. He's doing my head in she said, every day. She said to me, 
that um, she's more likely to die from Terence doing her head in <laughs> than the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, and that's funny, isn't it? Because uh, obviously, if everyone's self isolating, um, one or two things is going to happen, right? They're going to either have an influx of new babies in around nine months, mm. right? Um, or, and this has happened in China, yeah, I believe. Divorce rate's rate gone through the roof. No, the thing for me is, I or both of us, we can't go for the first. There's no chance of that happening. Yeah. So, true. you know, divorce rates could be on the cards. <laughs> uh, what is it with getting us in the dugouts on this podcast? <laughs> it's happening. It's happening all the time. More and more regu- regularly. Right. Okay. Let's go on to another feature. Guys, I got a question for Can I get an answer? Okay, so we've got some listener questions uh, which are self-isolated related. Nice. Um, so, what item, if you could only take one item into self-isolation, what would it be? One item? One item. Like, what, what, what are we talking about there? Are we talking about food item? Uh, a, a kitchen utensil. Well, I don't know. It just says one item. One item. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, and so, are we talking that you will not have anything, and you can only take oh one my. item? This is just just take the question for it. Is what item are you going to rely the most on? The sky remote. <laughs> Do you know what? It's true because we lost the ro- remote oh, yesterday and it winds me up. Because I always say, like, right, kids, because they'll be watching the telly, right, where's the remote? And they just sit there just ignoring you. I'm like, where is the remote? Don't know. And what I've got... The remote! My- <laughs> where is it? You're like Batman in the dark night. Where is it? Where is it? And, and uh, I'm like... Where, Harry, where is it? And then he'll go, Lily had it. I'm like, Lily, where is it? Charlie had it. Charlie, where is it? Harry had it. And then I'm like, right, look for it. And they never properly look, do they? They just sort of like move Lift a cushion. The pillow, yeah. Move a cushion. And I'm like, oh my God. I said, listen, you. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. <laughs> you guys. You guys. Do, that's it. You're done with me. <laughs> I like. Re- I'm ready to leave. If you do not Christmas find this remote. Christmas is cancelled, guys. <laughs> yeah. If you do not find the remote, this is it. You're done. Um. And, and yeah, we eventually found it, but my God, it annoys me so much. It is annoying. It's I, I, so we, annoying. Um, last, I don't know if I'd said this. I don't think I did. It might have happened after. So my leather, did I tell you about, I don't think I've said it on the pod ever. So obviously one of my life lessons a few weeks back was the recline. Yeah. Um, and when I first moved into my house, which was like seven years, coming up to seven years ago. Yeah. Um, we got we get, we got an unbelievable deal through one of my mates where we got this three and two seater leather recliners. Yeah, you know the big brownies. But they were they were beautiful, but they were they were getting a little bit they were getting a little bit tacky. And then because mum's getting a kitchen done, she was watching the kids at mine. And then obviously once mum gets involved, and then you've got two v one with Kim and mum v me. Yeah, they were both like, "You need to get rid of these," and blah blah blah. So I was like, "Right, right." So I said to Kim, I said, right, because she she does she did she wanted to get rid of him for a while, and I was going no, because I'd, I'd I'd I basically I'd molded myself into my recliner 
Yeah. Every time I sat on it, my 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 cheeks. Yeah, my cheeks just sunk in. Yeah. And I was, and that was me done. <laughs> so I was. So it's going to take me years <laughs> to try and do this again. So anyway, cut a long story short, we've got a new couch and a new chair um, and got rid of the leather recliners. I mean, like, you know, hands up. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Heroes um, well. the reason I was completely lost my train of thought there, but the reason why I said it is my little Amazon Fire Stick remote was clearly in the recliner. Oh, was it? And I chucked it. Um, so as I was trying to watch Amazon Prime the other day, I was just a bit like, oh man, I've definitely lost the remote. <laughs> there's, and there's no option there, is there? So you go straight no. on Google. And um, I was just like, what do I do? <laughs> and then you can download. <laughs> is that, that what you typed in Google? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> and then um, you, you download the Amazon app and you just you can control it through your phone. Oh, can you? Yes. IT. IT. It's the closest I ever felt like to you. Yeah. Um, but I can imagine that being a big issue when when if people are self-isolating with their loved ones, just where's the remote? Covering the skybox. Do you remember that? Covering the skybox so they couldn't change the channel. <laughs> it used to be terrible for that. Someone took the remote off you. I'm trying to watch Sister Sister and Ryan's trying to put the golf on. I'm like, shut up, Ryan. I'm watching Sister Sister and he'd, cut, he'd, he'd take the remote off me so then I'd go and cover the skybox and then it'd yeah. then we'd throw down. <laughs> right, another question. Uh, if you had to self Wait, what was yours? Uh, probably my phone. Oh, of course. Yeah, how, can I post, how can I post memes and vids without that? Mate, it's all about those memes and vids now, bro. Got to keep those spirits high. T- t- 21 seconds. T- 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 right, next question. One celebrity. If you had to sl- uh, self-isolate with one celebrity, would it be? Ooh. Well, it depends. He's still married. Then that's the point, isn't it? <laughs> He's still married if you self-isolate. I'll go with uh, Because if, go... if we're... If we're uh, if it's a hall pass, I'd then go, it's Margot Robbie, isn't it? I'd go Jennifer Aniston, just because I think we'd have really nice chats. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, else? Uh, I'd probably be I'd probably be a comedian, actually. Although self-isolate with. Yeah, just to keep your spirits up. No, no, but they'd keep your spirits up for like an hour, but then they'd, they'd be great. Yeah, to be fair, a lot of comedians, they always say that, don't they? They say they're not really that funny in their I'd, life. I'd go, maybe I'd go for like a PT. A behave? Look at you giving it the big enough. No, but I'm serious. I, you know, imagine, imagine... You'd force PTs to retire. Imagine self-isolating with a PT and just them training you. What, like you, oh Lord Jesus Christ, the body it'd coach? Like, it'd be like prison, yeah. Joe Wicks, five minute exercises a day. Then ordering a just eat and getting him, getting him into my world. <laughs> Invite Wicks into welcome to the other side, Wicks. <laughs> Amen, brother. And then by the time we're back to it, Wicks is like yeah. Ben Stiller in Dodgeball then, at the end where he's just piling then on he the does pounds. the classic Davina and releases DVDs and has a shed the weight. <laughs> I could make I could make Wicks millions. He's already earning millions, mate. Don't you worry about that. Um, oh, PTs though they just they just do your head in though wouldn't they I wouldn't have a PT I'd have Jennifer Aniston no but I'm saying uh, no no offence to PTs because what you do is brilliant but you know you've got to be in the right mindset and I'd be you know you know that programme Secret Eaters <laughs> I'd be a master <laughs> if the PT was just sat watching something hey what you doing just like they don't all speak like no one they're not Hulk Hogan no one just absolutely scranning a pack of discos uh, yeah 
And this it's going to be hard to be healthy if you are self-isolating because you can't go out and get the fresh food. It's all tinned goods. Indeed. So go on, next cue. Who'd be the worst celebrity to self-isolate with? Pierce Morgan. Done. You're going for it, yeah. Oh, the guy does me. I didn't. Morgan. You know, do you know what annoys me a lot about Pierce Morgan? It's like he's got away with absolute murder, like literal, pretty much. And he's on like a morning TV show. He was the editor of the Mirror and hacked into dead girlfriend, get dead girls' phones. Did he? Yeah, he, he was. He was the editor when they were hacking into the Mirror. Didn't do that, did he? It was News of the World. Well, he was. He he was involved in it. Was he? Yeah. Oh, and he was the one who allowed that picture to go on about the soldiers, um, the soldiers like uh, abusing. Um, it was all fake, and he he allowed it. And yet, since then, his career's grown exponentially where he's not, he was a judge on Britain's Got Talent and now he's on uh, Good Morning Britain belittling everyone because he's some sort of on his some sort of pedestal I, I, I just don't like I, him I, feel, I just don't like him I feel just celebrity don't like him. boxing match Morgan ICT oh mate I'd absolutely destroy him oh, absolutely know. destroy I think, him I think he'd be tighter than you think <laughs> you've, got, <laughs> you've got zero power mate <laughs> you'd be compared to Piers Morgan I'd be in your corner he'd have Saran Jones <laughs> And I, you'd have me. No, Saran Jones would be in my corner. Do you ever see her when she's presenting with him? What, how much she hates oh, him? Oh, she hates him, yeah. Yeah, but she's she's raking it in now because of him. Mm, I don't know. I, I normally watch BBC News, to be fair, with Dan Walker. What a lad he is. <laughs> Dan, Wa- Dan Walker? Yeah, he's great. Um, he's brilliant. Worst celeb? Ooh. I mean, I have to admit... Katie Hopkins would be in there for Oh, me. she's not a celebrity. Don't no, no. Ped- right, all right. Well, Did we ever talk about where she got given the award? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, um, right, worst celebrity I, I could... She's not a celebrity. I could self-isolate with. <laughs> worst celebrity? That's a good question, that. I'm trying to think. If who, who do I really not like? be awkward if I, if I self-isolated with Whitehall. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could... Hey, maybe but we might have to become friends with Whitehall soon. Maybe me and Jack Whitehall could uh, just, just you know, s- s- put our history aside. And... <laughs> no, he'd be, he'd be all right. Yeah, he'd be all right. He'd be no, okay. who, would, who would I? There's, there's, there's people who I see on TV who I'm just like, oh, my God, I absolutely can't stand. Um, and I just can't even think. Who else am I not a fan of? Oh, should have thrown Holly Willoughby in the, uh, oh, in yeah. the mix for the oh, yeah. celeb. 100%. Who do I not like? Maybe I'm just a nice guy. Maybe I don't really like No, you hate loads of people. Do I? Yeah. Who do I hate? Um, can't think off the top of my head. That's a good Fury, one. Fury would be a good celeb to be... Uh, to be in the mix with. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have a look. I'm going to have a little... What, have a just, little. just search most annoying celebrities. There's, there's certain people that are a bit marmite, aren't they? Some people like, some people don't. Like a few people don't like James Corden, but you live him. Yeah, I, I like James. Love him, Gordon. sorry. I like James Corden. Right, ten most hated celebrities. Yeah, I'm sticking with Morgan. I don't think anyone's gonna pick. I, Morgan. I think that's it. I think that's a, an, a, a. Is he in there? Is he in the top ten? No, he's not on there yet. Wait, what? Who's go on? Well, reading? Not, no, I've not been looking. I've not been. I've not been looking. We've well, not been reading the introduction, have you? No, I can't. I can't see. And it's because I'm plugged into your laptop, it's messing up. 10 most hated celebrities in UK. Right, here we go. Right. 
Devon's Katie Hopkins has been named UK's most hated celebrity. Oh, she's not a celebrity. She's not anyone. She's not, she's not anyone. Go on, who's number two? Right, so the full list, here we go. Katie Hopkins, Russell Brand. Brand? Really? Yeah. yeah. I quite like Brand. Nigel Farage, Jeremy oh. Clarkson, Piers Morgan, Jeremy Kyle, James Corden, Ricky Gervais. I'd love to articulate with Gervais. Yeah. He's one. I, yeah, I'd, I'd throw Jeremy Kyle in there. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't like him. I've never liked him. No. And he's just... He, I, don't, I hated how he used to speak to people, and I'm glad his show got canned. Because, you know... They're bringing it back, though, aren't they? I don't know, but, he, you know... You remember when I used to do the impression of him? Remember when I used to be like, where... You know, there'd be a clear guy there. He's probably got mental health issues, and, he, and they're saying about how the fact that he's... Or he's, he's you know, sandwich short of a picnic, so... Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's not very clever, and he's just kind of going like... Uh, you know, like, did you cheat on her? And he just kind of doesn't know what day it is, and he's just like, cheat on who? And then he's just like, cheat on your wife, you pillock! <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I used to be like, ah, oh, give the guy a break. But he used to do that, he used to set him up, didn't he? Yeah, he used to set so, him up. So, uh, lie detector says you've done it. I didn't do anything. Well, the lie detector says you have, you pillock! <laughs> I'm like, I used to sit there and wait for the line. And, and then what I hated was when, when like, <laughs> And all, and all, you know, when when the guy or the girl would be defending themselves, where you say she was like, I don't care that he's the father of me baby, you know, he don't love me, so I've gone <laughs> elsewhere, you know what I mean? And then the audience are a bit like, boo. And then Kyle would be like, you go elsewhere. Is that the example you sent to that baby you pillock? <laughs> and then the audience would be like, woo! I used to be like, nah. If I was in that audience, I'd put my hand up and go, yes, you, and I'd go, no, my question's for you, actually, Jeremy. Why are you such a pillock? Yeah, yeah right. he was. He just used to be, and he used to always do that, take the moral high ground. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was uh. no Springer. Springer never used to lecture the, the I was oh, going to say, no. contestants. <laughs> no, yeah. He used to just step back. He and... used to step back and let Steve break him up. <laughs> Steve! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But he, and then at the end, he just like he basically coined the "be anything, be kind," didn't he? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Take care of yourselves and each other. Yeah. It's it's unreal. But Springer was on another level. Wasn't so it? yeah, Kyle Kyle would definitely be in there for me. <laughs> Jeremy Kyle. I like when he started to try and make his own shows off the back of it that were a bit like him on the road trying to find criminals, and it just oh. absolutely tanked. Yeah. He just like, <laughs> just... did you just steal them? <laughs> did you just steal an extra chewing gum, Billick? <laughs> Because uh, no, that's what it would. It'd be like born. him when he when once they've been arrested, they're in the handcuffs. That's when he got big, yeah. And he started giving it to With him. His bulletproof vest on. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't even need this vest. Uh, yeah, so that's that's where. No, Ross go. Kemp is he? Ah, oh, Ross Kemp. <laughs> Did you watch that Ross Kemp documentary where he had a sniff of the? Um, oh, it was thinking spice on it. The spice. <laughs> where he got like where he went completely snooker loopy. <laughs> And he just went, yeah, what do you think this is? Spy and it instantly <laughs> went and it's like all over. Oh, the no, and then for ten minutes after he's like, I could definitely feel the effects of that. I can't feel anything! <laughs> <laughs> where's where's Martin McCutcheon? Oh funny. Right, um, Okay, so we have got some listener stories. Oh, we've got a few listener stories to share with you because, again, guys, thank you so much for um, for sharing. Um, and, and we appreciate it. And, and if we are going to do uh, a few extra episodes during this time where we're all stuck in our houses, then we are going to need as many of your listener stories as possible. So please do... 
go to the website 2MRP, so the number 2, mrpspodcast.com and share your stories anonymously. You can do anything. It can be nominations for Diabolical Leader of the Week. Um, it can be just funny stories, O's, whatever it might be. Right, so this is quite a long one. Um, and it, it, it and it's linked to sort of World Book Day and someone shared it quite a while ago and I've never actually got round to reading it but it's quite funny so World Book Day story from about 15 years ago as a new teacher at the school I tried to impress by establishing a school football team they had not played a competitive fixture in over 10 years so the children were enthusiastic and turned up to weekly training the PTA got on board too by purchasing a new kit and a set of goalposts. after weeks of practice sessions I felt we were ready for our first match against the local school a date was agreed with much excitement amongst the school community as we approached the actual day it became apparent that the day of the match coincided with World Book Day not to worry I thought I'll be ultra organised and set up the pitch and goalposts at lunchtime then after school all the children needed to do what needed to do all the children needed to do was get changed simple at lunchtime dressed as burglar bill I single-handedly set up the pitch and positioned the goalposts. It was hardly Wembley, but to the kids it didn't matter. I was feeling quite, quite proud. Just the afternoon to negotiate and then we'd be playing our first football match. The afternoon had barely gone, got going when a rather distressed member of staff came running to my classroom. Sir, sir, you'll never guess what. We've just seen a couple of lads take the set of goalposts from the school field. At this point, it's probably appropriate to mention that the school field backed onto a local ropey estate of houses. Bit of a no-go area. Alsatian dogs would walk around in packs in order to keep safe. My defence mechanisms kicked in. I'm not having those local scropes nicking the goalposts and spoiling the game. A teaching assistant was quickly command. Uh, commanded to watch the class while I ran down the corridor towards the school office I briefly explained what had been reported to me and it was agreed that safety in numbers would be the best policy the plan was to run around to the ropey estate to catch these felons red handed volunteering for this was me dressed as burglar bill the head dressed as cinderella and two TAs dressed as the best umpalumpas you've ever seen <laughs> what a sight we must have looked as we ran around ran out of school uh, around to the dodgy estate when luck would have it the local bus came around the corner going the way we wanted the driver didn't know what what it was four grown professionals waving down his bus in fact he could have been forgiven for thinking weirdos and driving on however to our amazement he stopped like a scene from the movies I pointed in the general direction of travel and shouted drive on bus driver we've got criminals to catch as we travelled the driver was brilliant he drove round the ropey houses at a snail pace two or three times unfortunately we had to concede that the goalposts were long gone there was no chance of finding them the driver returned us to school and i had to compose myself for the remainder of the afternoon clearly angry by what had happened at the end of the school day the match went ahead can't recall the score but the image that will stay with me is that one end had glorious new goalposts and the other had two red cones Despite apologising profusely to the opposing teacher, I'm not sure he bought the story. To this day, some locals have a decent set of goals in the back garden and never return them, but I can't get the image out of my head of four dressed-up grown-ups waving down a bus in pursuit of petty criminals. I thought that was cracking. That's brilliant. I'll tell you what I picked up from that story as well. Can't recall the score. You lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what you're saying, it. That's like the classic, like, the breakup was mutual. No, you got dumped. <laughs> <laughs> right, thought I'd write in to share a story that made me ch- chuckle amidst all the corona madness. Had a bit of a Q&A with my two 
yet my year two kids about the virus explain the importance of washing hands and what self-isolating is etc ask if there's anything anyone was worried about and they wanted to share little girl puts her hands up miss i'm worried about two things number one that my cousin will get the, the virus and number two that all my teeth will fall out like my dad because he didn't brush them properly when he was little really made me tickle hope both you mr p's family and especially nana maureen are keeping safe right our class i've just cherry picked a few here that i'm going to share and then we'll uh we'll pick up the rest next episode our class are notorious for took not tucking their chairs in really annoying that in it when kids don't tuck the chairs and crack your knees on the regs yeah and i was dealing with a child who fell ill one day turning around to grab the bin from the corner of the room promptly fell over and not tucked in chair spectacularly face slid over the floor a face planted the floor (laughs) got up grabbed the bin and raced back to the poorly kid all in about three seconds whole class just stood there open mouthed said child made a very quick recovery i however had carpet burns on both knees and my hand uh that hurt for weeks right now this next story links back to the uh i think it was the previous episode where we did the valentine no it was the episode before that was it yeah the valentine's one right after listening to your valentine's day podcast and your story about your geography trip. I was reminded of an experience that happened to me early in my life that taught me an important life lesson. I was in year five. I had a solid girlfriend who must have been going out for at least a term. We survived yeah, a tricky... Got <laughs> two years, bro. We even survived a tricky two-week Christmas break where we didn't speak or see each other. It was the worst combination of events. It was, my, it was Valentine's Day on a Friday, which meant golden time. The doors were open and we could wander between classes. The smooth operator I was, I was busy writing my Valentine's card for my girlfriend. I absolutely nailed this card. It was going to go down an absolute treat. I could see myself gaining so many boyfriend points that I would later be able to trade in for a handhold. <laughs> not today, not now. Or if I was lucky, uh, a peck on the lips behind the bike shed. Why? Yeah, fine. <laughs> Extremely pleased with myself, I looked around. My girlfriend wasn't in the class I was in. Obviously, I didn't want her to see me writing my card. In the corner, though, sat my girlfriend's best mate. All day, she'd been sad as she'd received no Valentine's cards. I was an absolute cloud nine. I decided I'd make her feel better by writing a card to her from a secret admirer. I started working on the card. I knew I was doing the right thing. What a good guy I was. (laughs) Suddenly, another friend came over. Who's that card for? What? No one. It's for Shannon, but you're going out with Charlotte. God damn. Oh, no. <laughs> Within minutes, the cat was out of the bag and my girlfriend came storming in. She couldn't believe my betrayal, <laughs> especially because I hadn't given her a Valentine's card yet. I was dumped there and then. <laughs> <laughs> my pathetic attempts to explain my side, side of the story was unheard. I was flabbergasted. All I had done was try to do the right thing. That day, I learned a very valuable lesson. If you're writing a card for another girl, hide it better. If you do get caught with one, make sure you have one ready for your girlfriend first. P.S. A week later, the story hadn't gone away. I was heartbroken. An idea came, suddenly came to me. In for a penny, uh, in for a pound. I went and asked my girlfriend's mate out. That made the whole situation ten times worse. <laughs> 
oh well, back to focus on my playground football career. <laughs> That's a great written story, that. Love that. That really it's made me funny. That. It truly tells you that nice guys finish last. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's clearly looked at this mate and been like, oh, bless her. I'll write her a card. I'm in an happy long term relate. Doesn't really matter to me. And then I want to know who that kid is who came in. And yeah. just like, the snitch. Yeah. Because um, I'll give you a funny one about a snitch, right? Basically, one of my mates, uh, and I'm not going to name names here, but you'll know who it is. Uh, <laughs> one of my mates, he was a bit of a dirty dog, and he 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 used to kind of what we used to say to me two time. He used to two time girls all the time, um, and he uh, <laughs> we went out one night. Loads of us, massive group, when we were about eighteen. Uh, there, was, there must have been about 12 guys there, 12 girls there, all dressed up as Baywatch uh, lifeguards, right, went to Birdcage in town. And um, at, the, at the time, my mate was going out with this girl in the group, but the girl had suspicions that my mate was doing the dirty. Right. Um, now, my mate, he, one of his best mates, liked the girl as well. And it was right. it was different with with boys and girls, wasn't it? Like girls, with I thought girls were very much, um, uh, you know, like trustworthy and 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 loyal. Loyal, yeah. Whereas like boys, it, not necessarily not now. I came from Manchester, but I was born in the loyal neighbourhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not like now, but like I mean, back in the day, it was kind of just like, well, if I like her, I'm going to go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, the, he kind of indirectly did this so my mate gave his because he had swimming shorts on <laughs> right. he gave his phone to his best mate and he just basically said to his best mate like mate just just keep my phone safe don't let anyone have it obviously yeah and then um, when the when the night's going on the best mate ends up putting his phone in one of the girls bags but he'd put it in the girlfriend's best mate's bag. Ooh. So the phone gets pulled out. Yeah. Right? He gets... Uh, his phone gets opened. They read through all these messages. He had been doing the dirty. <laughs> and uh, he's on the dance floor, my mate, right? Just absolutely throwing some shapes. Shadies like a melody in my head, right? He gets swilled with a drink, right? <laughs> Proper. The only way is that's it. He gets that. swilled with a drink. And it's like, it, we're done. And then, uh, like, the best mate just kind of said to me, ooh, I left your phone in Nicola's bag, right? And then, it, and then I spoke to my mate about this story the other day. He was like, yeah, worst night of my life. He was like, I was stood soaking in birdcage dressed as a lifeguard. Just been, just been absolutely dumped. Uh, um, yeah, class. Right, a couple more stories for you. So... I've say, I'm saying my best, but this is a cracker. Story for you. A child came into school really kicking off, calling people's name, calling people names, swearing, etc. Took him to the sensory room to help him calm down, clearly distressed. In there, still kicking off verbally. Got called fat, ugly, knob, plenty of others. But to top it off, during a distraction conversation about finding Nemo, he stood on the bench next to me, turned with his back to me into a twerking position and farted in my face <laughs> i've had plenty of things happen to me but never farted in the face i don't know whether i should laugh tell him off or throw up oh that only gets topped by this one a kid did a poo in his pants and threw it at me in anger 
<laughs> My God, that's some zoo zoo kind of stuff. I ducked, but not quick enough. It skimmed. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> it, Too slow. Loads of skids in your hair. Skid Mohican. <laughs> Too slow. Oh, what's that smell? Uh, I ducked, but not quick enough. It skimmed the whole of my head. I washed my hair in the sink with hand gel and went back in class pretending it didn't bother me. I died inside and could smell it all day. Worst day of my teaching career to oh, date. Oh, God, that is an absolute oh, brutal imagine, tale. Imagine. Oh, that, that, that's absolute shocker. Um, right, one last one. And I'm going to warn you because this comes with a bit of a language. So if you are listening with your kids, you might want to uh, mute yeah, this one. So we're giving you a warning. We, we want this to be as friendly as possible, but this one's absolute... Right, because it's the first couple of lines that make it and it really makes me... I can get this. I can get. I get. Get this right. One of my slightly irritating co-workers, right? We've all got yeah, them. Yeah. Was leading a carpet session with a group of three and four-year-olds. She took the opportunity to have a slight rant at the children about the state of the classroom that morning. When out of nowhere, a little boy says, "Oh, stop your fucking moaning." <laughs> <laughs> I had to go in the store cupboard to stop myself from laughing as she told him off. Oh, that that tickled me so much because I can just imagine it being said in such a tone as well. Like, won't you just stop your effing moaning? And I just think it's funny because you must have been in those positions. Like, there's obviously majority of teachers I work with in my school, absolutely love them, but there are a couple that you don't do your head in. Yeah. My old school. All oh, right, okay, yeah. My Look at him school. covering it. My old school. No, ge- ge- I, I have to say, hand on heart, genuine, I I get on with all my staff, and I'm not okay. even just saying that, I, and I'm not saying that at all. I genuinely do. Um, but God almighty, at my last school, there was some there was some serious clashes. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so... Big time. Um, I, there's been times where... I've got a couple of staff who, when they do start telling the children off, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. And there's times in my head where I'm like, oh, will you just give it a f- in rest now? But for that kid, three, four years old, to just be like, out, stop, like. yeah. In moaning, absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Right then, so, um, should we go into O of the episode? Oh, I don't know. When you terrible shout and you don't know what you're talking about everyone remembers what I know so O of the episode and do we have quite a few to share with you Um, obviously if you're on the group on Facebook uh, anything that I come across and you're the same aren't you anything that you come across where you're like what or no just gets put in the Facebook group like there was one little video that was on the news where someone's reporting outside a supermarket and the woman walks out and the tagline's like when you when you've said to work, you're going to self isolate, but you get caught out. Honestly, that's and and people keep sharing ones in as well, like that one that I put in yesterday. If I can find it, hang on. Oh, I think you know what you're going to say. <laughs> the um, the person uh, who washed the hands. <laughs> yeah, the headline. 
this woman just realised she'd been washing her hands with a block of cheese for days. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if you do come across a, a no, I mean, if it's a no about yourself, share it as a story at the website. If it is um, a no that someone else has done, stick it in the group. But here's a no. I mean, I had, I had a no yesterday. Right, so doing the training down in Maidstone and I'm demonstrating a couple of apps and uh, I was showing how you can use the dictation tool on your iPad. So you basically talk into the iPad and it types it for you. Mm. So I was just doing an example of um, like what happens during digestion. And so I say into the iPad, right, uh, the teeth tear, grind and chew the food, right? And somehow the iPad dictated that into the teeth text grinder and chew right <laughs> but it came up on the screen to all these teachers and then one guy goes that's a bit weird doesn't it just um you guess based on what you've searched and i was like no 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 not at all no i honestly don't know where it's come from because i have not used that app um, i see to mr Pierlip Schofield. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was a story I got sent that I thought I'd share. Similar sort of thing, an O via the old technology. So, um, oh, that was awful, wasn't it? Technology. Was horrendous. Sorry. So I love the podcast and I've been a listener since day one. Great and caught your start. live show at Scunthorpe. Boom, boom. I'm a supporter too and use a lot of the ideas in class. However, one of your ideas backfired, resulting in a huge O that made me want to f- wanting the floor to open up and swallow me. So actually, she's tr- sort of blaming me here for the O. Yeah. But I'll take it. I teach year five and a few weeks ago, we had an incident where a child had written F-U in the toilets. Obviously not censored. Uh, spelt cor- correctly, which was a slight silver lining. They may be uh, swearing, but at least they can spell. Funny. Obviously, it had been removed, but we took a picture of it to see if we could uh, find out who's done it from the handwriting. Obviously, never did because they just joined the letters. Oh, sorry, obviously, they never did because they hadn't joined their letters in the graffiti. Fast forward a week, and I'd completely forgotten about the incident and was teaching a history lesson about Egyptian gods. Towards the end of the lesson, one of my children had finished the work to a high standard, so I wanted to share it with the class. So out comes the iPad, link it up to the board to live stream the camera as a visualizer. But for some reason, my iPad decided to betray me. Maybe it was angry that I dropped it a bit or felt overused. But as I'm focusing on pointing the iPad towards a book to get a clear shot, at the corner of my eye, I see that the board had turned a bright shade of pink. It took me about five seconds to realise what I was seeing. My iPad hadn't opened the camera. It had opened photos and for some reason I'll never know, skipped back a few photos to display in full HD colour on the 60-inch LED screen the words F.U. As soon as I realised, I hit the home button to clear the screen and all I could think in response to the grasps of questions, what was that? Was pretend you didn't see it. I've never wanted to disappear faster in my life. I'm a class a year five, so definitely knew what it said. In some ways, I've possibly inadvertently ticked off something some teachers wish on some teachers' wish list and have basically sworn at a room full of 10-year-olds. <laughs> safe to say that the picture is now safely hidden on the iPad and I'll make sure to check what's in the screen before mirroring it. Hope this makes you chuckle. I can laugh about it now, but definitely didn't at the time. Love that one. Great O. Great O. Um, Here's another O for you. And this is a Corona Corona based one. This Corona isn't all doom and gloom. It's been... uh, I've just been on a site where a new labourer started... 
The lads asked him if he's done his coronavirus test or he couldn't start work. They gave this poor kid a Tupperware tub to write his name on and provide a poo sample for testing and leave it on the site manager's desk. (laughs) Can you imagine starting your first day at work leaving a tub of crap with your name on it on your boss's desk? (laughs) If you'll believe in that, I mean... Uh, what about um, what's the other one? The last day, in it about the uh, just seen in Asda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just seen in Asda, saw a guy's trolley full to the brim with toilet roll. I called him a selfish so and so, and told him to think about the elderly. Then he was like, "Aye, that's all well and good, but I work here. Can I carry on filling the shelves?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you got uh, any to add to the mixer? Do you know what? Um, no, I, I genuinely. Um, I don't have any O's. I've not really been no. making any now. I've been pretty solid. Maybe some more will appear over the next week or so. Uh, right, so we'll finish this episode as we normally do with flashback. Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! Okay, so flashback throwback. Now, if you remember last week, we made a World Book Day, or last episode, it was a World Book Day special, three books each. Adam went Hungry Caterpillar, Matilda, Kansuki's Kingdom, Kansuki's Kingdom. I went Gruffalo, Charlotte's Web, Adrian Mole. Results are in. Nearly 600 votes, actually. One of the biggest, that, isn't it? Yeah, That's yeah. You reposted. That was my idea. Well, I'll try and do the same with this one. 60 to 40%. Adam. So back to level. Yeah, about 60-40. Yeah. Um, yeah, back well, level. I, I'd like to thank Geordie PE teacher because I did get quite a lot of uh, shouts about people enjoying uh, Geordie PE teacher. His uh, rendition reading, of Kenzuki's King. Kenzuki's uh, speech. So, yeah, good times. Right, this week what we thought we'd do is share what our dream self-isolation day would consist of. So... Uh, if slash when it happens yeah so where would you spend it what would you be watching what would your drink of choice be and the drink of choice and the food of choice has has to be realistic with the fact you can't go out it's just what you can find in your shelves because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you are isolating right so um, so we just talk through you talk through your day right okay so um so I'd probably spend it in bed, right? Because you ain't beating... You can you can sit on a couch as much as you want, but you ain't beating a bed, right? You okay. can... Yeah. You just... I just say, stay in bed, nice and comfy. Yeah, so we're there for the day. We're in bed. Um, as far as drinks concerned, just the random bottle of Corona you've probably got left in your fridge. Um, no pun intended. There, no brother. pun intended, but... Might not be Corona. I'll go any sort of beer. And, it, you know, everyone's got that random, random bottle of lager lying around somewhere. Oh, so went out of date in 09. Yeah, just, yeah, just might as well, because you're not going to have work tomorrow. Um, sort of food of choice, uh, I've got to go the old trusted beans on toast. You know, you're going to you're gonna have a can of beans somewhere, you're gonna, get you're a bit of bread. you cheese on there? Or not? Oh, it's got to have a bit of grated cheese a on. A bit of grated. I wouldn't mind a bit of spaghetti hoops if there's no beans. Well, now you just... 
having numerous options for roast beans <laughs> or spaghetti that's what you're saying well aren't Heinz looking at bringing a mixture of both have you seen have that you? yeah yeah, yeah. they're bringing great. a tin mixture nah, of both nah, 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 nah. and then um, I'll just be watching some sort of um, true crime documentary in probably. bed in bed you don't yeah. have a TV in your room well I'll have my iPad to watch Ooh, it iPad then I okay. can choose wherever I want to sit and watch it, whether I want to be on my side, whether I want to be sat up. I can even watch it on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, Netflix offer quite a few good true crime docs, although I think I'm pretty much caught up, to be honest. Yeah, you love I've just finished crime, that um, Gabriel Fernandez one, which is absolutely... It's probably one of the most heart-wrenching ones that you've yeah, watched. You I could watched never... The, I watched the first that, but it is a tough one to you watch. You can't... Um, you could never comprehend that humans were actually capable of doing what they did but we're trying to keep this light-hearted we're not going to go into it so there yeah. we go uh true crime documentaries in bed with beans on toast and a corona over to you Adam. <laughs> Do you know what? What? I, <laughs> I really would hate that day <laughs> right i'm going to uh i'm going to go for so where am where am I going to be? I'm going to be reclined believe it or not <laughs> right so you're on your recliner i'm going to be reclined um just nice and set up, maybe a little bit lean back, legs up, just chilled, just yeah. just waiting um, for the news conference. For Boris. <laughs> for, for the science. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then what I'm going to be eating is going to be an old trusty, it's green, and it's a chicken and mushroom pot noodle. Ooh. Now, don't get me wrong. Ooh, I like oh. I like I like the curry one a lot, yeah. and, I, and I love the Bombay bad boy. Yeah. Even though it does leave me with a Johnny Cash. <laughs> love is a fiery ring. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> maybe that's why everyone's buying all the Lural. Hey, Burns. <laughs> fiery ring. Um, yeah. Uh. So I, uh, but the chicken and mushroom. I feel like. Now, the thing is, depending on what I've got there, I'd obviously bang the George Foreman out and get some toasties on the go. So it could be a toasty with a side of chicken and mushroom pot noodle. But if we're going just for something... What I love about pot noodle, and I don't know if anyone else does this, you squeeze the, the pack, you squeeze the cup. What, what would you call it? What would you call Pot. It? Oh, yeah. You'd, <laughs> you'd squeeze... You squeeze the pot. I'm thinking like, it's not a mug, it's not a cup. What is it? So you'd squeeze it and, and so it breaks up a little bit. Yeah. Because there's no there's nothing worse than you're pouring water into a pot noodle and the water starts to gather at the top <laughs> and then it only slowly starts to seep yeah. down. I'm not about that. Then you obviously you pour a little sauce in, soy sauce in it you get with with chicken and mushroom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I've not had one for years, know, you know. But it's, yeah, but it's because all the negative, neggy stories came out about noodles, wasn't it? Pot noodles. What about it? About the the the, up, the cancer rate and stuff. I'm sure something came out about pot noodles. Oh, fake news, mate. But I hope that hope that if you're listening to this... <laughs> yeah, definitely vote for... Ca- if, if you're listening... Definitely vote for the other Mr. P's listen- cancer-ridden <laughs> snack. If you're listening to this, Mr. Noodles, <laughs> uh, we're looking for sponsors. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so uh, pot noodle. I mean, the thing is with pot noodles is they are tasty. Yeah. They are um, really easy to make. I mean, I can make them easy and they're well easy. <laughs> and are they easy, do you think? I like I like the little like scraggy bits at the end, you know, the bits that haven't had the, the full juices. <laughs> do you 
you know what I mean though? Like you, you get your fork and you just scrape round the edge and oh, it's like, oh yeah. Dry? Yeah, oh yeah. But the, good 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 segue, Roy, it's dry. I need a drink. <laughs> so my drink of choice is going to be a pre-made can of gin and tonic. I thought you'd um, go for the trusted Dr. P. Dr. P Zero, obviously, is my is my absolute go-to, but I have to admit, uh just over the weekend when I stayed in, I uh I cracked open a, a green oils and diet tonic right. on ice. And it was just so lovely, so tasty. Yeah. Doesn't affect my blood sugars. Right. And it's just, you know, it's just love. So I'm reclined, I've had my pot noodle, I'm sipping on a G&T. I was going to say life's good, but it, 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 <laughs> it's, not. it's not really. Um, and then I would be watching a certain Mr. Ben Shepherd hosting some tipping point. Really? Yeah. No, well, just like... What, a I'm, full day of tipping no, point? No, we're not a full... Even though, <laughs> uh, you know, you keep your eye out because they do show tipping point repeats. But, um, no, it, the thing is with tipping point is it's the easiest show going. So, you know, it's not like... you. Watch, I watch University Challenge and I sit there... <laughs> do you? No, but if I ever, <laughs> if I ever do, I sit there and, and I... I'm like, I'm on wild open and I don't know what the hell's going on because all the questions are like, which composer composed the dramatised version of uh, A Way to the Eskimo's Paradise? And I just go, uh, Mozart? <laughs> Every question, is it Mozart? <laughs> I'm going to go Mozart. <laughs> yeah. What year? What year did the Great Battle of Normandy begin? And we, uh, I'm going to go for Mozart? <laughs> 19 Mozart? Uh, yeah, so, so the, the thing is with tipping point is the questions are accessible. The questions are easy, yeah. But there was a question yesterday that absolutely did me, and I would have got it wrong. The question was, what are the mirrors on the side of your car called? All right. Yeah. You answer. Wing mirrors, aren't they? Wing mirrors, right? Yeah. Ben Shepherd said, "Wing mirrors, correct." And I was sat there fuming. I was like, that's incorrect. Because <laughs> I genuinely thought they were called wind mirrors. Really? Because they were on the side of the car, and what's it called? Like, wind resistance and stuff. I thought that's why they were called <laughs> wind mirrors, right? This is what annoys me, though. So then I scanned, because it was about it was about <laughs> six months ago, my wing mirror, as now I'll call it, yeah. got smashed up. So I messaged the mechanic that I know and said, you're right, mate. Uh, oh, things are good. Uh, listen, I've got a busted wind mirror. <laughs> Any chance you can sort it? And instead of going, I think you mean wind, wing mirror, he let me go with it. Yeah. So I was going, when he brought it back, oh, you've done a cracking job on that wind mirror, lad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, t- but tipping point. Do you, know, just, do you know what the job of wind turbines is? Is it, are they them like big fans? Yeah, do you know what they're there for? Uh, energy? Yeah, well done. Woo-hoo! I watched a video the other day and it was like, I think it was sort of like a podcast and then a guy believed that they were there to cool down the world because of global warming. To be fair. <laughs> when you said fan, I was like, I've got him here. I've got him. He went, those massive fans. So yeah, they generate yeah, but, yeah, generate energy to for us to use. Like electricity? Yeah. 
But this guy thought they were there to literally yeah, cool, to cool down. down. Yeah, to cool down. They do <laughs> look like down. massive fans, don't they? I love a fan, me. I do uh, love a fan. Right, have you done that? You, you got That's your me, so I right. am reclined. I am eating a chicken and mushroom pot noodle. I'm sipping on a G&T and I'm watching some Tipping Point. Right, there we go. So we'll get the poll up on uh, on our Facebook page very, very soon. Um, and one last, one last little treat before we sum the episode up. A uh, little treat from Mank Kid. Um, are we going to get the soundtrack? We'll have to do it. About it. Right, so here we go. A little treat, nothing too much, but Mank Kid um, said to the teacher the other day, Yeah, miss, bet you're going to be buzzing if George Dawson closes the schools. And the teacher's like, Who the heck is George Dawson? And turns out Mank Kid thinks Boris Johnson is called George Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> so every time he's on the TV, he's like, here he is, our judge, Judge I'm Dawson. Wait, I'm waiting for that George Dawson uh, news conference. He just talks about physics and chemistry. Chemistry, science. <laughs> uh, didn't half make us tickle. Judge Dawson. Miss going to be buzzing when Judge Dawson closes the schools. <laughs> George Dawson. Yeah. Brilliant. Right, so um, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, we're just going to sort of play it by ear, guys. If schools do close next week, we will probably try and do another episode and we'll just crack on as, as best we can. It's going to be um, weird recording with face masks on, though, isn't it? It's like, yeah. It's like Bane. It's just going to be But we'll... Yeah, we'll try our best to help you get through this this period um i am going to spend the rest of this week just putting together as many resources as possible on my website mrpict.com uh to hopefully help uh teachers and parents if we do close to support learning at home so i'm going to do a video with some apps and ideas for parents but also some uh suggested activities that teachers can set so if you go over to mrpict.com you can sign up to that to help schools as well we've made the um whole school license half price for the first year to help schools with that so if you do want to get involved um please do share your stories because we are going to need as much help from you guys if we're going to take these episodes weekly so the more stories we get the better the episodes will be um and at the minute all the live shows that we've got planned in are still going ahead um because the next one's not till the end of may anyway so you can go to the website to mrpspodcast.com and all the details and dates and because the Norwich one's uh, selling rapido uh, which is absolutely fantastic and we'd love as much support with that as possible so um, we hope you all stay safe we hope you all look after each other um, and don't play into the whole panic buying stuff use your noggin use your common sense anything to add Adam? yeah just uh, you know be kind, keep yourselves busy, and just uh, keep doing a great job. Obviously, waiting for the news about schools. Um, keep yourself safe, keep the kids happy. Everyone's doing an amazing job, and uh, we'll hopefully help you the best we can to get through this period. But, yeah, just stay safe, wash your hands. Happy birthday to you all, <laughs> times two. 